This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Need basic information on legal rights on topics like employment, consumer or tenancy issues? Then join Luke and Julia on Lawfully Speaking, next on Plains FM 96.9.
and welcome to Lawfully Speaking with Julie and Luke. Today we have two special guests from um, Youth Law Aotearoa, Nadia and Sarah. They've travelled down from Auckland um, to be part of some of the uh, events that's being held in Christchurch um, and to work closely with Community Law Canterbury today. First things, um, I'll just get them to introduce yourselves. We'll start with Nadia. Yeah, so I'm Nadia. I'm one of the legal educators at Youth Law. Uh, I'm quite new. I joined about two months ago. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. My name is Sarah. I'm also a legal educator and I'm feeling new. Been there three years. That counts. <laughs> yeah, that counts. Yeah. Yeah. All good. All right. So can you just explain a little bit about Youth Law? Easy. What we do, who we are. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah, all of the above. Youth Law is one of the 24 community law centres across Aotearoa. Uh, three of which of those are specialty centres, so they have a specific focus, and we are one of those um, specialty centres where we only focus on young people up to the age of 25. Um, and unlike most of the other community law centres who are sort of bound by their geographic range, uh, our scope or the people that we can help are all of those within Aotearoa, no matter where you are. Awesome. So how can youths in Aotearoa access your services? So we have an 0800 uh, free advice line. So, and that's open to basically any young person under 25 throughout New Zealand. We also have, uh, we're on social media, so you can you know, DM us your problems and someone will respond. Uh, yeah, and we've also got an email address, which is uh, info at youthlaw.co.nz. Oh, 0800-884-529. It's quite yeah. catchy. Yeah, that is quite catchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, awesome. I didn't say oh eight hundred number. It's an easy way to remember. It is. It's literally oh eight hundred U T H law. So as in youth law or youth law, however you, however you want to say it. It's all it. about us. Us. Ah. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Okay. Um, just to give the listeners um, who don't know, what are the, some of the common areas that you you know mainly see um, in your office? I think it's really varied and it's probably more varied than people think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, first perception, some people think it's just criminal, like when something's gone really wrong or someone's broken a law, when actually it's more about rights, a lot of civil things. So uh, I think the top three um, in the last couple of years have been employment, employment issues, uh, tenancy and how they're living and education. Uh, and those are three sort of areas where a young person is basically guided by the older people to tell them what's right and what's wrong and sometimes they're just not sure if something's unfair or unjust and if there's a changeover if they just need to get on and deal with it or if there's something they can actively do to help themselves and empower themselves. Amazing. Um, if a young person wants to use your service do they need permission from their parent guardian? They need their own permission. Perfect. So um, a lot of times like anybody can call up on behalf of a young person. The young person can call up on behalf of themselves. Um, but even if um, an older person calls up for them, we will always ask for the permission of the young person. Uh, no advice will be given without that. So they need to know that it's happening and they want it to happen. Awesome. Um, and how far, I guess, with each case um, issue, um, would your lawyers, staff take on? Um, so it depends on kind of the issue mm-hmm. because most of the people um, kind of come to us wanting more information or just to know what their options are. Mm-hmm. And our advice is given in a way where it's like, okay, so you're having this problem. These are the kind of ways that you can deal with it. There's no pressure to follow through with any of them. Um, we might 
uh, depending on capacity, we might be able to do a little bit of representation work. Mm -hmm. um, at the moment, some of our so solicitors are helping out with uh, board of trustees hearings, where they're going in as an advocate for the young person. Um, and then sometimes we can pass on to other lawyers that we have in our network that can help them with other representation things that we don't have capacity for. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it depends on what the issue is and, again, on what we have kind of room to do. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I think just on that, I just had a thought right now, so yeah. we might have to <laughs> look at it. But um, on the representation side of things, we're bound because we're physically uh, based in Manukau in Auckland, yep. um, but we help people wherever they are. So we would love to be able to advocate for young people wherever they are. So if, say, where we are right now in Christchurch, uh, if there are young people that need representation for Board of Trustees, uh, if you're not comfortable or confident to do it, it would be great if um, we could train people and the best way to advocate for these young people in these situations mm -hmm. so that no matter where people are they've got the same consistent kind of information and support mm -hmm. yeah on that note community law canterbury also has the hey. board of trustees advocate service as well oh um, can we come and get trained with you <laughs> <laughs> um well yes and no but <laughs> um but it's not really commonly known um, unfortunately, mm -hmm. and we do want to make people aware um, of that particular service that we offer at Community Law Canterbury as well. Yes. Um, so if you know if there's a young person out there listening, um, please get in contact. There is a really relatively short turnaround mm -hmm. from when they get the notice yeah. and when the Board of Trustees hearing is held. Yep. So they within, do need to be like seven days. Yeah. So they do need to be pretty on top of it. Um, but yeah, they can always give us a call as well. Nice, look at that, yeah. powers combined. Yeah, yeah, powers combined. Working oh. together more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next question is, um, this might be a bit of a hard question, but what are some of the challenges that do you, you, you would think um, young people will have when they want to access some of the services that you offer? Or what are some of the barriers, maybe? Oh, they yeah. can range from, number one, not even knowing we exist. Mm. Uh, youth law's been around for over 30 years, 30, going on 34-ish, yeah. I think. Right. Um, yeah, and I only, this is going to be terrible, I only knew they existed when I got the job. Um, which yeah, I think, same, same, so three months ago. <laughs> yeah. And I just think all the, the times when I was in situations where things were unfair, mm -hmm. it was actually unjust, and I could have supported myself to and my friends and my family and everybody I've met since. Um, so, yeah, the access about knowing where we are. Also, sometimes pride um, to ring up is actually quite mm -hmm. a scary thing. Um, so just so you know, when you ring up, you don't have to follow through. Mm -hmm. uh, it's up to you. You'll get some options about whether you want to take it further um, and what you want to do with that information. So not it's not when you ring, you're committed in and you're locked in. It's not that at all. It's just ringing to find just general information, get your name on the books. Um, and things like that. Yeah, and I think another one is it's always quite hard to open up about difficult things that are happening in your mm. life to someone that you don't know because a lot of young people say, well, I would ring up if I knew who was picking up the phone on the other side. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let me just say that all of our lawyers are really lovely. Some of them are quite, they're young people themselves. Um, everyone's quite nice. Well, then who is picking up the phone on the other side? Yeah. Right. It is young people. Yeah, it is young people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, law students yeah. who are, you'll speak to initially. Uh, and they will just run through a few quick questions to find out what your situation is. Um, and then they'll pass that information on uh, as your case or your matter to the lawyers to, to go through the actual specific advice. That'll get all signed off and, and then um, given back to you. But, yeah, the people that you're speaking to on the other end of the phone, yeah. everyday people wearing jandals. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. It could be the friend that you're talking to. Or, you know, yeah. Just, yeah, it's not anybody in a corporate uh, business suit that's too scary and... 
um, it's, and they're there volunteering. The volunteers answer the phone. Yeah. And the reason that they're volunteering is that they care and they want to help. Mm. And I think that's one of the great things about community law is because it's about the people, not yes. about the profit. So, I mean, stories come in and there's absolutely no judgment at all. It's just the situation and how can we best navigate that situation. Amazing. Thank you for answering that really difficult question. Um, so now moving on to your specific roles, um, because both Sarah and Nadia are legal educators um, with Youth Law. So what are some of the, I guess, fun things that you've, I guess, done, you know, within your role? Oh, oh Sarah's got lots of stories. Yeah. <laughs> I've got too many stories, probably not appropriate content. Um <laughs> I don't know. I just for the actual legal education role, what yeah. I love about it is the scope is that we get to talk to young people. We get to talk to 10, ten year olds. We get to talk to eighteen year olds. We get to talk to twenty six year olds. We get to talk to forty two year olds, sixty year olds, because um, it's not only about the young people, but anybody who has a vested interest in youth and want to see the best for them. So yes, it could be social workers. It could be someone within the Ministry of Education and those sort of educational concepts. But it um, could also be just family members. Anybody mm. who gives a darn. Um, and wants the best for the young people in their family. Mm. And remembering that the young people is up to age of 25. So a lot of services sort of cut off at 16 or 18 years of age, but um, there's a lot of transition that happens from that age up to 25 uh, with employment, schooling, education, whatever it may be, tenancy. Um, and there's a lot of situations that we could be in for the first time or second time or third time, be still mm-hmm. making the same mistakes. So um, with that recognition, it's quite cool that we get to speak to so many different people, um, but also in different ways. Like, I hate chalk and talk. I hate being spoken at. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's just those conversations uh, with people really finding out what's going on and really like, the relevance to law. Because if I talk about where I've come from, uh, I never thought I'd do law. Mm. Law is not something that ever floated my boat, um, and it's not something that I ever thought was accessible to me. I thought it was for maybe more affluent people uh, or more academic people. Um, and I don't know, I've come from a, an education background in primary primary training, uh, working with schools and youth rec. So always making fun activities, I always like getting outside and running around or doing science experiments or just, you know, exploring the world kind of in different ways. Um, and then when I saw law, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be stuck. I'm going to be stuck in law. And then I worked out when I got the job that law is actually just about your life. Mm-hmm. And why can't we learn about life in fun ways? The same practices about teaching and education can be applied to law. Like, because law is about your life, why not do it through a science experiment and remember and retain some information. Why not mm. do it through a cooking or baking activity? Mm. I mean, this sounds really silly, but they're the things that you remember. Um, I remember two ingredients going into a science experiment and I um, and I give them the name of uh, expectations or information yeah. and I put them combined and if, if I don't have the balance right, then it makes a big mess. You know, but if I've got the right balance of information and the right balance of expectation, and it's just some of the conceptual work, yeah. and then it makes me curious. So and then I want to go and find out more about uh, whether that uh, pertains to uh, driving, you know, why why have they made these things about the laws and the cars, and the, why can't I get my uh, licence at 14? Mm-hmm. Um, what age am I going to be fined at this and that? Uh, what decisions can I make, basically? I want to know what decisions I can make. It empowers you. Yeah. So definitely. if I can do that in ways that are memorable, then that's cool. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was such an amazing answer. Yeah. 
Yes. I can't even remember what the question was. <laughs> now over to Nadia. How are you going to top that? <laughs> well, I mean, I make a lot of crafts. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think LRE is very varied because of the different audiences that we speak to. We talk to lots of different kids and every group of kids is different. Um, and then we talk to social workers and we'll talk to um, other people people who are interested in what young people are doing. Um, and every group is different. They all respond to different things. Um, so we try and do a lot of different things like games. Um, sometimes we'll have things like, uh, you know, like having little balls that you like throw at the right answer. Or I think, um, what else do we do? Um, kind of like choose your own adventure things like, oh, like if you were in this situation, which what would you do kind of thing? And what are the options and all that? Mm. Um, yeah, but it is, it is quite varied. No, no, no two sessions are the same, I would say, just because of the nature of who we're talking to. People have different stories, different experiences, and they relate to the material in different ways. So it's always quite... And I think it's about okay. those stories. Yeah. You know, it yeah. becomes more convers- conversational yeah. mm. rather than actually saying this is the finite amount of yeah. information that we're going to tell you. If there is something that goes off on a tangent or goes off on a story, we'll say, well, let's follow that and make yeah. it relevant and see how it can actually impact yeah. yourself. Mm. Because if you don't feel the connection to it or the relevance to it, yeah, what's the point? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've also experienced that like, you can never fully prepare yeah. for a talk, yeah. um, for an education session, just because each environment is different. Um, you know, you could just get a curveball thrown at you. Totally. And yeah. what you've prepared just completely goes out the window yeah. and just have to come up with something new. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the beauty of education yeah. is yeah. the fact that it's unpredictable um, and you can kind of make it your yeah. own. Yeah. In that space, absolutely. Mm. I think, yeah, yeah. You're gonna make me cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's so interesting because everyone does it so differently. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think if you go in with a planned script about, yeah. we're, we're in the people of people of business. We're in the business of people. Yeah. We work in community. We're talking to people, talking with people, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it, people come in the doors with every sort of different experience in that morning or that afternoon before that they've walked in the door. Same with us. Um, how many different multitudes of learning styles are there out there combined with how many different family issues or grumpy mornings or stressful things that are happening in life they walk through those doors so if we don't actually identify as a human being number one uh, and just say you must follow a b c and d it's not going to work no yeah. absolutely not and particularly not with young people no <laughs> absolutely no. not no. <laughs> a b c d f g k yes Z. yeah yeah oh amazing all right so i guess just to wrap the session off um i want to ask so how or where is your uh office based um and how people can actually access that because i know that you've moved um, locations, offices. Oh, yeah, I kept them. So, you yeah, know, if you can just great. tell the listeners. Yeah, so we're based up in Auckland. Um, I'm saying that weird, but, uh, yeah, so we're based up, up in Auckland. Uh, we've moved to Westfield, Manukau. So we're just above the food court. So when you're getting your uh, frozen Coke and thinking about your life and you <laughs> are like, oh, maybe maybe that needs some attention, just rock on up. <laughs> and someone will hopefully help you out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Walk-ins are more than, yeah. more than welcome. welcome. Um, and obviously, as Nadia said before, the 0800, oh, 0800, 845299. Nine. <laughs> so catchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Email uh, info at nz. Facebook, Insta, all of those things online. Yeah. Can We're also on to. TikTok, I think. Get out. Amazing. Yeah. We're so Got some street on hip there. down with it. Yeah, so cool. So cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> so, yeah. so you do have walk-ins um, yeah. in your office? We're hoping to start. Yeah. Awesome. We'd like to see more. Yeah. 
uh, faces because we know how difficult it is sometimes to just walk through the door. Yeah. So even if you want to walk through the door and just say, hey, not sure, what are you about? Then that's all cool too. Awesome. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much. Oh, but I have more. (laughs) Next time. Thank you to Sarah and Nadia for joining us on our show. Um, But if you do want to find out more about youth law, just um, do a quick Google search and there's all the information that you need on their website. Cool. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having us. You'll come looking for just a Well, baby, that's gonna be a process If you're the victim of a crime or the accused You don't have to be one in your mind Pursue the truth The system we share Supposed to be fair Criminal or a civil affair Appellate or supreme The court meets the need the right to say where you are